This is womensleadershipsuccess.com radio podcast, episode number 101, Speak Up, How to Have More Impact and Influence. Are you nervous about speaking up in meetings? Do you worry that you'll be misunderstood? Well, apparently a lot of women feel the same way. So here's how this shows up and why it's a big problem. A Cambridge study found that women were two and a half times less likely to ask questions than men in classes. And even more shocking, partners in leadership found that men control conversations and meetings 75% of the time. If you are not contributing in one-on-one conversations and in meetings, it will impact your ability to get promoted, make more money, and have leadership influence in your company or business. I'm here to help you change this. Today I will be sharing my three-step system guaranteed to help you have more confidence in speaking up. This is part three of my special three-part series, Communicate Like a Leader. Welcome to Women's Leadership Podcast. Showing you how to influence people, improve your performance, and advance your career. Brought to you by women's leadership and career expert Sabrina Brom and womensleadershipsuccess.com. Here's your chance to meet women trendsetters leading the way to success, accomplishment, and balance in business and life. No matter if you're a manager, CEO, or entrepreneur, join Sabrina for coaching and no-nonsense advice to improve your career and bottom line. Welcome to Women's Leadership Success, episode number 101, Feeling Felt, How to Speak Up to Have More Impact and Influence. This is part three of a three-part series on Communicate Like a Leader. Part one was Communicating Like a Leader. Part two, the importance of deepening relationships to communicate like a leader for women. Part three, which we will be talking about today, is the feeling felt, how to speak up and have more impact and influence. Before we start, I want to thank you for your five-star reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and for sharing this show with your friends and associates. We have almost 330,000 downloads, and we're growing. So excited about that. Today, my husband, Tim Warren, who is the co-founder of Women's Leadership Success and the producer of the show, is going to interview me on the subject of feeling felt. Welcome, Tim. Good morning, Sabrina. It's fun to be doing uh, this three-part series and uh, for me, actually, to have interviewed you. And and, uh, I actually got a comment from one of my male friends yesterday who listens to the show and said, yeah, you guys sounded good. Oh, well, that, <laughs> that's nice to hear. And if, if I know the right male friend, it's somebody that we have a very high regard of. This is true. This is true. He has initials of ML. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so let's get into, let's just jump right into it, of uh, this three-part series. And the, this topic of, uh, really, it's how to speak up and have more impact and influence. And, and, and since the show's focused on women, um, uh, so the question is the, the opening question is: Do men speak up? Excuse me. Do women speak up as much as men? Well, every woman in the audience will know the answer to this one, which is um, no. Women don't. In a Cambridge study, 
women were two and a half times less likely to ask questions in classes. And they're probably, I don't have the statistic in front of me, I would say not even a third of the time in meetings do they speak up. Um, that That is, um, you're right. I think that's probably something that uh, more wet women know organically than, than men. Why do you think that is? Well, I think part of it is the way we're trained. Women are, are trained to um, to be quiet, to listen, to uh, not say a lot. And they tend to be more concerned that they might be misunderstood or they might say the wrong thing. And men are much more comfortable with saying something and even making a mistake with it. Well, it, it, and it, and it, it, it uh, that makes sense that this is this is something that goes way back to our, our childhood and just kind of how we were raised. But since the show has always been focused on uh, leadership for women and in, 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 in primarily in the workplace, but not necessarily, um, whether you're uh, growing your position, elevating your career, or you're you're already in a leadership role, um, so. Women not speaking up as much as men. How, how does this impact women in the workplace? It has a, a tremendous impact. Uh, it leads to women not getting promoted as much um, because they're they're not seen as having creative, innovative, new ideas. Um, they it it really impacts their confidence because because of not being heard and recognized for what they have to say. Um, in one study by the Partners in Leadership, men in meetings controlled the conversation 75% of the time. So I could see why it's hard for women to share their innovative ideas or suggestions on alternate plans and to really demonstrate their role if men are dominating uh, the conversation and, and, and how that would minimize their career or leadership uh, development. So this, what, what are, what are, what are um, some of the other things of how women not speaking up in women is in fa- impacting their workplace? Why, why is, why isn't there, why, why aren't they speaking up? What, what, what is holding them back? Okay. What is, what is holding them back? I'm, I'm going to tell you what's holding them back and what I think they need to do also. Um, they, they tend to think they don't have good ideas. They don't want to appear too loud and aggressive. Um, they're not used to thinking on their feet. They're, they're afraid of being wrong. Um, and I think there's, there's a, a misperception that we'll go into more when we're talking about how to do this, and that is they are not used to preparing in advance and thinking of a good strategy, and we're going to talk about that more in a few minutes. So, you know, not, not feeling confident about your ideas, not being able to respond uh, instantaneously. Uh, men are, are dominating the conversation. So I could see how it, it's hard for women to get uh, their, their thoughts in edgewise if men are dominating the conversation. So since this show is really focused on, on leadership and career development, what, what's the bottom line? What is the, what kind of real impact can this have on a, a woman in her career? And, and specifically, if, how it, how would that show up? So how? Well, it it 
multiple ways. One, one is, like we said, promoted, but there's an, another thing, and that is just your mindset. In order to really be uh, a successful leader, you have to have a mindset where you're constantly letting go of your old behavior that doesn't work, in other words, not speaking up in the meeting, and beginning to develop the new behavior that is helps you to be more successful, which is speaking up in a meeting and having more impact and influence. And in order to do that, you have to have the mindset that you're willing to make mistakes, be imperfect, and try out things that may or may not work. And this this mindset um, is one that one has to have to be a great leader in a company. And this is one aspect of that, the, the mindset around speaking up and how you do that. And it's a really important one because... We're playing in the boys' game, and you've got to be able to speak up in the meeting and show who you are and establish your brand, that, what, that you have something of value to add. And my assumption is you do, or you wouldn't be listening to this show, and you wouldn't have a job in the company or own your own business. So there's something that you are an expert in that you can or you can become more of an expert in that you can say, and you have to have the right, right mindset. Well, um, so re- really what I'm hearing is, is um, part of this is, is being willing to um, make a mistake because if you're, if you're always focused on perfection or locked into uh, um, not being confident in your ideas, um, uh, you'll, you'll do the same old thing. But if you're willing to put it out there, uh, and uh, and if women, men would shut up a little bit, and uh, then uh, women would women can step into it, and it's and to be able to be willing to put your ideas out there, even if it's even if it's not um, the, a, a right idea because at the time because it could be a great idea. You just you, you just never know. Um, I think it's willing to make mistakes but in a very specific type of way. And that is you want to get clear on what your objective is, what your outcome is. For instance, in speaking up in the meeting, let's say there's a a specific agenda or idea that you know is going to be presented in the meeting or that you want to present. And you need to think through how come you want, you, you want to say something about that and, why that's important to you. So knowing what your objective is and then making a mistake or doing it incorrectly is much more powerful and useful than just going in and trying to speak up without having any kind of plan in mind. Well, that's a perfect segue to, um, I know that you've, you know, you've been coaching women and corporations and and men for decades and uh, um, helping people, have more impact and influence. And I know you've developed a, a, your own particular system uh, to help women overcome some of these blocks. And so let's, let's get some more into some more specific strategies and tactics that women should, can use that I, that, uh, that, um, that help them um, speak up and have more impact and influence. Okay. And if you're listening to this and you can grab your computer or a pencil, you may want to write some of 
these things down. Um, and we're going to talk about the importance of research, rehearsing, and participating. Um, and I want to start with research. Um, one of the things that is underrated by men and women is the importance of going into meetings or whether it's an individual meeting with your boss or a you know a group uh, a group of people the importance of preparing in advance for that meeting and what that means is that you know in advance what what you would like to see as the objective of the meeting or of the ideas that you want to present you have researched um, your selling points on why this is a good idea and what you want to say. And even more important or as important is you know what the objections are that are going to come up to the idea you're presenting. And you've thought of ways to refute those objections in advance. So the brain is really interesting because... When we practice in advance thinking through an idea, when we rehearse it, the brain thinks we actually did it. So it's not, it, we don't go into the meeting cold turkey. We go into the meeting as if it's a re rerun. We're doing it again. So the more you rehearse and practice it, the better it is. The more you rehearse and practice it and then go over it when after the meeting's over, to see, okay, well, what worked, what didn't work. Um, it's, it's unbelievably powerful, and it will begin to change the kind of um, impact you have in a meeting. And at the same time, it helps your confidence, and it's developing your ability as an expert in yourself and in the eyes of the people that you're working with. Let me see if I can articulate um, step one research um, just real quick. And before we dive deeper into step two um, on re research, mm -hmm. solicit support for your ideas. Uh, find out any obstacles that may be there on, uh, on that idea. And then I love the idea of, of soliciting support and getting um, champions or people to help you out, but find out from those, from other people that may be involved, what their objective, what their objectives might be as well where there's a shared um, shared objective. So uh, step number two, you mentioned it. Okay, I just want to say something. I didn't say anything about soliciting support from other people. It's a really good idea. I was talking about just doing this on your own. So, okay. um, but um, you bring up a really <laughs> you bring up a really good point, and that is is so it's good to do it on your own first, and then. Find somebody that you can talk this through, that you can get to support your idea that's going to be in the meeting. That is very, very helpful. And to brainstorm with them and to run the objections by them and, and come up with the answers. So you were just one step ahead of me. It's a great idea to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So, so you've got you've got your advocates. You've 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 got you've done your research. Um, tell me about um, step two: rehearse. Well, uh, also, um, uh, let me just make one other comment, and that is that if you can find out what the objections 
of the major stakeholders are. So it could be your boss. It could be the vice president of the company. What are their objections going to be? And you prepare those. That's very helpful, too. So um, one of the things I hear from people is, well, this takes a lot of time. And it's true, it does. But the more you do it, it, it really does get a lot easier to, to do. Um, so rehearse. So rehearsing is what we talked about a minute ago, and that is going through in your head how this is going to work out, what's gonna, what they're going to say, what you're going to say. Um, and if possible, practice the key points you want to cover. You can do it into a tape recorder. You can do it in front of a mirror. Um, if you can do it with another person, that's very, very helpful. It could be with your life partner, a friend. It could be somebody at work. Rehearsing that is very important. And again, this is so true in so many things that we do as leaders. <coughs> Excuse me. You want to be very clear on what your objective